This is Heavy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the upcoming off-season events like the draft and our lucky number 13 pick and the free agent update and the injury update and much more on the Redskins Original Fans Podcast. Harry on Football live with Aaron Josh and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's happening, Chili's? Welcome. Chili, chili, chili birds? Chili dogs. Welcome to episode number 154. The first episode really entering yet another long off season. Dude, you know what this is? This is the acceptance episode. It's the upbeat acceptance episode. First it was shock and then denial. And then we were really mad and pissed off. And now we've accepted. Yeah, I think we threw all those into the first one, or the last one. <laughs> now we're at the, well, it's time for the off season where we can get really excited. Now we're like, man, our team's awesome again. We're like, man, the Eagles won. Man, okay. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. And I, man, watch, you guys watch that Eagles-Vikings game? Yeah, dude. I watched <laughs> part of it. Suck. They suck. <laughs> they totally, yeah, man, they blew that. Oh, yeah, dude. That it's just, I was just watching one of those games where, okay, we beat one team there twice, and the other team, the team we totally could have beat. And the other one, dude, the other game was an 8-8 eight and eight team that beat the Colts. Yeah, truly. How the hell do you get in at 8-8? Eight eight? How the hell do you win your division at 8-8? Eight eight? <laughs> Pilar? 8-8, eight eight. Pilar. Come on. Oh, my. Lord Turner, you are class. He almost boneheaded that game away at the end because all shut his dumbass in there. Dude, my buddy. Did you see my buddy? Dude, mm-hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing about that game, though. We need that punter. Dude, that Chargers. guy was awesome. That guy won the game Skypers? for us. What, wow. What's his name? Skypers. Didn't he have like a 70-yard punt? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and then he like he kept putting the Colts like starting right inside the, the five and the line. one and the two. I know he was crushing it, man. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, we we got to stay on target here, dudes. All right. Um. So we haven't heard of any cuts yet from Redskins any, any camp. Pending. And I doubt we will. Any, uh, there aren't any definitive. Um, yeah, that guy's gonna get cut for sure. So far that I've heard. Have you guys heard anything about that? No. <laughs> I haven't heard any, but this is who I think should be cut. <clears throat> yeah. Squeeze them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they can hold off and wait on cutting him till Dude, training camp. I, I don't know. Something says they're not going to cut him. I think Zorn, like... He's in his circle, dude. Something. He's in his, like, all-tell favorite five circle. Get your love. Exactly. They've got each other's face on their phones for all tell. Oh, dude, he did say Zorn. Um, um, yeah, Zorn did say that, uh, yeah, not too bad. What did he do? Um, he did say that they are bringing in competition in a training camp for him. Dude, you it's know what training else? Training camp, which means he's not going to be cut. You know what he's else? He's going to be cut for a long while if he's going to be cut. 
Dude, but yeah. we don't need to be in a hurry to cut them. It's not like we're yeah, going to no get one, anything for them. Do we could get for them, as Danny would say. Nothing. But you know what else Zorn said? <laughs> I bought a slip and slide, and we're using it to teach the quarterbacks how to slide instead of taking those big hits. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know what else? Uh, Zorn went bike riding with uh, still President Bush today. Again? Is that guy still president? He is. He is. He's for about another two weeks. And he and uh, he and uh, Zorn apparently went bike riding again. And I did notice Um, that Barack Obama's um, daughter started school, and I noticed it was not at the Landon School, which I was hoping. Oh man! Oh man! That's too bad. (laughs) Thought uh, thought our buddy Trey Johnson was going to be our end to uh, get some good uh, exclusive interviews there. Oh man! It's some inner city school. We can't even get an interview with Trey Johnson. Are you kidding? Yeah, Trey, what's up with that? Yeah, seriously, dude. I don't know. Maybe we need to email him again and say we weren't we weren't joking. We really want to interview. Dude, I seriously have your jersey. What is Harry? He's like, man, what is Harry Hall football? I guarantee you, I was the only person wearing your jersey to the Bengals Redskins game, Trey. I guarantee you. I I scoured all sixty thousand seats, and I did not see. Another number seventy-seven, Trey Johnson jersey. For that matter, I didn't see a number, another number thirty-three, uh, Sammy Ball jersey, either. No, I didn't see one nope. either. I, I think I saw a couple other Art Monk ones like mine, but right. a couple. Anyway, we need Bacon to stay on target here. I did see a Koi Bacon jersey. Okay. Anyway, dude, I, I am on, I am on target. Dude, because what? Speaking of people who should be cut, let me finish my Stephen thought. Taylor. Cut, cut. Josh know, doesn't agree with this. Josh does not agree. I, I don't. Not agree. I, I, I don't not agree from a financial standpoint that the Redskins are in. Um, Eight point five million. That, that's that's <laughs> I, that's where I don't not agree. I mean, I think that yeah, he's expensive. You know what I mean? But that said, I think that um, you know he had some injuries and things this year. I don't think we saw him at his full potential. So, so what's the deal with Jason Taylor though? We have him for next year unless we cut him. Or do we have to re-sign him for next year? Don't we have to pay him if we cut him? Yeah, he's he's not he's he's uh he's not under contract, I believe. Hmm. We'd have to pay him to uh come back. All right, let's offer him like six hundred thousand, the league minimum. The, and how much do you make? I make the league minimum because two sacks are not worth eight point five million. You're gonna have that. Even when he was healthy, he just looked he just looked kind of slow. But you you know, it's the same thing with Sean Spring. Very injury prone, but maybe he'll uh maybe he can come back strong the next year and then stay injury free. Did you read my post about that? Is it Jackson, Jackson, Jackson? I don't know if you guys noticed my post this week about that Sean Springs thing or not, but what I put on there was and you guys feel free to argue with this, is I think we should Hold on to Sean Springs for another year and trade Carlos Rogers. So then we'll have Sean Springs, um, D'Angelo Hall. We got to sign him. That's another key. And Fred Smoot, and then see what Justin Tryon can do in training camp. Hopefully he'll turn something around, even though I doubt it. Dude, and did you say, did you say <laughs> did you Justin Tryon? What Justin Tryon can do, or what Justin Tryon can do? The only thing, the only thing he can <laughs> the only thing he can do is turn around and realize he just got burnt. Turn your ass 
around. Well, dude, to tell you, he's not. I mean, I don't know if he got enough playing time so we can see what he could do. Maybe he had to get acclimated. Wait, how do you say that word? <laughs> With the acclimated. Dude, I'm, I'm, and I'm not against trading Carlos Rogers, but we'd have to train him for a pretty good pick. And, and we have to trade him for something really good. Something, yeah. and, and that might work out because, you know, I think maybe he's unhappy because he, cause he's had to play backup to people, and he didn't like that. And maybe he has to play better. You know, if we um, – <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we were to trade him for, you know, an early pick of some sort. Like a third. You know, there's, there's some good deep. There's some good, uh, you know – there's some good defensive uh, backs coming out of the, uh, you know, coming into the draft. Uh, there would be a few options possible. Possibly. Well, one problem with Spring is he's going to be costing him out um, roughly somewhere in the neighborhood of $8.4 million next year. So that number's got to go down. Oh, he's going to have no to restructure you. He's got to be able to pay. He's got to be able to pay for his titanium hips and knees. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're gonna need some of that money to try to resign uh, or try yeah try to resign D'Angelo Hall because he only signed for a one year deal or a half year deal. And he's gonna want more, and they should pay him some more, and they should keep him. Yeah, they're they're yeah. gonna have to spend some bigger bucks on him, and than I think they're going to want to. And you know but where in order you, to keep him, you know where they can get some of that money by cutting Jason Taylor. By not resigning for that money, yeah, that's, that's true. That is true. I don't. Have, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with not resigning him or cutting him or whatever because of the money. Because we can certainly, you know, to use somebody else's words, spread the wealth around a little bit there. Yeah, but, and, a, um, and about the Jason Taylor thing, you have to remember that not only did Demetric Evans step up and play just as good, if not better, than Jason Taylor, but we should have Philip Daniels coming back for at least one more year. Yeah, don't forget him. Can't forget Although, him. Although, speaking of injury-prone players. Yeah, he's also getting old. But still, if we can have him come back so for one more need, year. What we need is people on the front line. What we need is people on the front defensive line that can put pressure on the quarterback immediately. Because when you pressure the quarterback, that makes, you know, we've got a really good secondary. It's, it's not a great secondary. If you think about it, who we've got back there, including the safety. Mm-hmm. If you can put some pressure on the quarterback, which we didn't do at all this year, you Just don't imagine. have to have a, a great secondary. You can have a good secondary, and they become great if you can get to the quarterback and mm-hmm. rush the throws and make him move and 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 you know block his vision and make him throw up some lame ducks and hit him. That's what I'm saying, dudes. We might not need to worry about. An injury-prone eight and a half million dollars, Sean Springs. We can keep Carlos Rogers and D'Angelo Hall, who are both younger. Probably won't cost quite as much money as keeping Springs, and then we'll still have a smooth. Although smooth, I don't know what his number is, but they're saying his cap number is pretty high, and that he might might get cut hmm. as well. He might need to go back to the Vikings, dude. They need him. Anyway, we have all off season to discuss this. So with that yeah, with that being said, let's move on to the draft. We have lucky number 13 pick. What position do you guys think we should take? Well, let's let's think about the picks that we have total cuz we only have four picks right now. 
as of two. We got the first round of 13. We got a third rounder, a fifth rounder, and a sixth rounder. So we've only got one pick on day one, and that's the 13th pick. Um, I'm saying, so, I don't know. I'm torn between saying a defensive end and an offensive lineman. I might have to say offensive lineman because they're so old. They're all old, just about, except for a couple of those uh, those young guys that we drafted in the fifth and sixth round a couple of years ago, Golston and Montgomery. Is Erasmus B. Dragon cut yet? Dude, he was cut, but he cost us our seventh round pick. <sighs> we lost. We don't have a second rounder because of the Jason Taylor trade. We don't have a fourth rounder because of the Pete Kendall trade which is a good trade, I think. I don't know if there's any argument against that one. Uh-uh. And we don't have a seventh rounder because we traded it for us for pure crash let's be dragon. So what do we have again? A first? And we didn't even like, do anything. So what do we have? A first? And what else? First, a third? A third, a sixth, and a, a, a fifth, and a sixth. A one, three, five, six. All right. First and third has to be defensive, a defensive end and an offensive lineman. I'm not sure about the order. Fifth. Well, dude, here's a question. Do you think offensive like, line. Uh, what? Do you think? Do you think somebody like Michael Johnson out of Georgia Tech, that defensive end? Do you think he's still going to be around by our 13th pick? I don't know because I really don't, haven't I don't looked to see all the other teams' needs and whatnot. I mean, really, there's. I think there's probably a couple of defensive ends and maybe a couple of offensive tackles that could go in the first, you know, 10 to 15 picks. Um, and you know, as far as as far as other linemen, I you know I can't think of anybody that early on. So if that's who we're shooting on, do we trade down and get more picks? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, I'm like we did last year, going down and ending up with three picks in the second. Right. Like I mean, like I'm thinking, like I don't know if you watched the Alabama game, man, but Andre Smith, um, you know, from Alabama, uh, at, at offensive tackle, I think he could be a, you know at least the top ten picks. And then there's that guy from uh, from Virginia, dude, uh, Eugene Monroe uh, at offensive tackle. Was that dude from uh, Alabama? Was he the one that got suspended for that game? I think that he was suspended. He is that guy, I think. That guy is a difference maker because the two games that Alabama played that he wasn't in, they sucked. Their running game is horrible. Well, that, that's what I was going to say because he was the guy that was suspended and was out, and they were playing the whole game without him. Yeah. That guy, I mean, he's a difference maker. He's someone that can step in and make a big difference right away. Right. And I have a feeling he's going to be a top five. Andre Smith. Yeah, I mean, I could see him yeah. top five. You could, you could possibly see, depending on the needs, Eugene Monroe going top five out of Virginia. But I, I would think that he would probably go in top ten. Um, but as far as offensive line, man, you're not. I don't think you're going to see anybody else in that. Uh, you know, in that top ten. Now, pick 13, you know, that's that's an 8-8 eight eight pick right there. You're kind of in no man's land. You're not going to get any of the super, super-duper stars. Right. You never but know, I mean, though, dude. Gonna... There's, there's a defensive end out of Florida State. Um, uh, Everett Brown. The last pick in the first round. Dude, we, you know, I would say yeah. if we were shooting for an offensive lineman, like an offensive tackle, we would probably end up with somebody like, uh, what's his name, Michael Orr out of uh, Ole Miss. That will be that will be my guess. If 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 he's around, then if other people don't need it, and I can't even imagine any other offensive lineman at all, like in the top twenty. 
other than those that we've already just mentioned. I don't even know those dudes, to tell you the truth. I can't. I can't say how they play because I don't watch enough college football. I feel like football. Josh Kuyper with his big hair, man. I know. I don't. I leave that up Josh to the other Kuyper dude. Junior. Josh Kuyper. I don't Kuyper. know, dude. I've, I've just been watching a lot more college ball this uh, this off this season, and I've been trying to pay more attention to to the line because all we've been complaining about is the offensive line, and you know these there's like these few handful of guys you know playing offensive line that that I think would probably go in that that top. Uh, the top 20 at least. Okay. But well, can, can we remember, I mean, Daryl Green was the last pick in the first round. The mm-hmm. Patriots, I can't remember. And uh, Tom Brady was a sixth oh, rounder. Hold on. Tom Brady was a sixth what rounder. This is Jonathan. This is Jonathan. Uh, is just done and gone. <laughs> and uh, Lisa and I are just going to be doing a couple things up in the rehearsal hall, and we'll be taking off soon, too. All right. Far out. Have a good night. Nice. Nice. Oh, 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 God. Were you guys waiting on me? What was I saying? Dude, is your name Johnson? <laughs> Johnson. Uh, well, Johnson is right. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said, uh, this is Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She's like, uh, hello? This is I'm Johnson. I'm Johnson. And you're like, this is Johnson. <laughs> this is Johnson. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so we can all agree oh, on man. the fact. You're about to make me cry. I'm laughing hard. Dude, do we all agree on the fact that we <laughs> we think that we need either a defensive end or an offensive lineman, preferably a oh, tackle? Oh, man, dude, I think we need to trade down. Um, dude, I would there's not. There's no reason that we, we can't trade down and get a later first round and maybe a couple of first rounders later down, This one this year, one next year, or something like that. Someone may be available at pick 13 that, like, uh, I don't know. The Raiders are looking for, and their owner senile. Maybe he'll do something stupid and trade us a bunch of picks, kind of like how we got all those picks in the uh, in the uh, when was the Ricky Williams trade, dude? I don't think That's we, how we ended up in those, those first rounders, like with Lamar and everything. Samuel, dude. Yeah, but do you... I don't think we should get all. Uh, I don't think we should get all trade happy. I, I honestly think we should look at who's available at that point and who fits our needs best at that point and pick them. I mean, yeah, but we'll do something uh, like draft a tight end or something dumb like we did last year, or three yeah, receivers. Mean, Josh wanted the tight end last year. He kept complaining that we needed more tight ends on the team. <laughs> he was talking about a different type. <laughs> no, dude, no, dude. We, <laughs> dude, dude. We do need a tight end. I mean, look, 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 who did Aaron give his kick to the year to? Obviously, how can you say that, Aaron? Oh yeah, there you go, Aaron. Calling you out, Mister. I'm going to kick Chris Cooley for the year. Well, that's if because that's not the kick of the year. Then what do we need? If you remember, dude, we're never going to get that thing. Dude, you know, by the way, thanks, Aaron. If you remember, I said it was because he didn't live up to his potential. Okay, he was an so underachiever. Maybe we, to, maybe we need another tight end. No, I think he just needs to achieve. I, no, I agree. I think Cooley's fine, but yeah, I and, and I still don't understand why you kicked him. I didn't get any emails complaining about it, so there must be other people that are okay with that. That's because we're recording this podcast like three days, two days after the last podcast. <laughs> I don't care. That, <laughs> That's true. Dude, that matters not. That matters not. Dude, anyway. People are going to be like, to do. they're going to be like, Aaron picked Cooley for the year, Hank. Rewind. What? <laughs> well, I think what we need to do is really find a good balance this year 
between the draft and free agency. There's no reason we can't sign people as free agents. We just can't go all crazy, insane, free agent happy like we did in, in 2000 or in 2006. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Seven, moving, well, we moving on, dude. And we got Archuleta. What the heck? What the heck? Speaking of free agents. Hey, avoid the Lloyd. Speaking of free agents, dudes, um, the Redskins regulars who will be unrestricted free agents this season, off season, are Pete Kendall, D'Angelo Hall, Demetric Evans, and is that it? That's it. That's it. Really? I think we need to sign, sign, and sign. That's all I have to say. Sign, sign, and sign those guys? Sign all three of them. You think we need to keep Kendall? Yep. Or do you think he's he's kind of beyond his uh? No, dude. Quite frankly, quite frankly, dude, I think that the interior of the line is a little bit stronger than the outside of the line. I gotta agree with that. Yeah. How often do we hear? Yeah, I definitely have to agree. With that. How often do we hear them actually call Pete Kendall or um, Randy, Randy Thomas. Thomas's name or because they Ray got burnt in the second half of the season? We didn't even get to yell at Ray, Ray Robach. Yeah, he's like often. stepping up. He's doing what I hope Tryon can do next year. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting better, man. We didn't. He didn't even hold on a run in the last eight games. I don't think he did. So, Maybe one. So you're saying you don't <laughs> think we would need to sign a guard? I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think it's our number thirteenth pick most pressing need. I think we should look at a tackle. Yeah, or I a defensive end. Definitely need tackles because I I'm not sold. Like I said last week or three days ago, I'm really not sold on Stephon Hires being starter in this league. At least not on the Redskins. And I'm going to be the first to say it, dudes. I think Jansen's done for the Redskins. Think who? Oh yeah, I think he's done for the Jansen. Redskins. Jansen. Yeah, I, can, I think you're right. I can see that. They already right, don't like him. Well, they relegated well, him. Well, let's look at. I mean, let's look at offensive tackles. I mean, people are starting to throw mock drafts up, so you can go online and pull up any number of them and and see what people are saying. Of course, everybody has their own opinion, but you know, offensive tackles. Again, by the time we get to our number thirteen pick, who we're going to end up with? I don't know. If we picked a if we picked a tackle, it, I, I would we I would almost be willing to bet that it's going to be Michael Orr out of Ole Miss. That's what you say now, That's dude. A, but they're also, dude. They're also saying when was it two years ago that Brady Quinn was going to be like the third overall pick and he went like number thirty-one or something. Yeah, that was really bizarre. It all depends on what but teams I, need. I heard a lot of that also was the uh, was the, the ridiculous. Notre Dame height that still exists today. So you're telling me that, that, that whatever he is, 18 million time Pro Bowler Chris Samuels is is weaker than than the inside now? I think Chris Samuels has got to have had two surgeries this off season. I think Chris Samuels has lost about a quarter of a step, and the think <laughs> the reason yeah. he went to the Pro Bowl is like we always say, the Pro Bowl is flawed and it's based on reputation. I heard of that dude. He made Chris it last cool year. cool to hang out on the beach with, man. He, he's a big guy. He can carry that great big gigantic cooler full of beer. He made it last year. He must still <laughs> he be good. He can carry two kegs. 
Dude, uh, Cowboys fan. Had operations dude. on his left knee where he had a scope, and he tore his right tricep, so he had to have that reattached. I don't. I think he's still got plenty to go, but I, he's becoming injury prone as well. Yep. Um, and we saw him get burnt a, more than a few occasions this season. You have to admit. Do you see? Do you see Stephon Heyer being uh, cut? I don't see him being cut, but I see him being relegated back to second string. I think he's definitely a backup at this point. He did not impress this year. And I know they were moving him back and forth, but I wasn't impressed at all. Mm-mm. I think but again, he was a good like, rookie, you know? He needs to go to like a body shaper or something. And <laughs> Dude, he just looks odd. He, he, needs to, he needs to shape himself somehow. I don't know how. He just looks like it's kind of clunky. Like, I said this before, yeah, but he's, he's just built kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, not not that that affects his performance. I don't know what it is, but you know, I agree. Yeah. Back up, back up for, for Stephon Hare. So, Stephon Hare. All right, so unrestricted. I'm sorry, so restricted Here, for you. Know, we haven't done this in a while since we've been talking about all these linemen. Isn't it time for the O-line report? <clears throat> oh, yeah. You've already talked about Franco-American SpaghettiOs. Show them your old face. It's the O-Line Report brought to you by Harry Hog Football. All right. It's time for the the O-Line Report, actually. It's time for the ever-elusive O-Line Report. So (laughs) now that we're done with the O-Line Report, let's move on to... The restricted free agent list, which looks like it is Kedrick Golston, Anthony Montgomery, right, Reed, Reed Dowdy, a couple of years ago, Reed Dowdy, and, and uh, Sean Sweezy. Reed Dowdy, we know about him. Okay, I think they're going to be coming back, coming back, coming back, and hopefully not coming back. Although, as Josh pointed out, Sean Sweezy probably will be anyway because he's in Zorn's. Yeah, uh, all circle. those guys. I mean. Some people might try to sign them, defenders. Um, maybe one of those two linemen, like Olsen and Montgomery. I don't see anyone trying to sign Dowdy or Sweden at this point. But I don't see, and I don't see anyone trying to sign either of those defensive linemen to any really, really high numbers that the Redskins wouldn't actually keep them. That's for sure. Nah, I think they'll be back. I think and, they'll be back, dude. Because of that, when, you know, thinking about the players that have been injured, um, Goldston is going to have bone spurs removed from both ankles this offseason. And and just to, to tack this on to the O-line report, Randy Thomas is having surgery on his vertebrae in his neck. So, on his neck. His neck. His neck. Montgomery has to have one of his knees checked out. And, uh... Yeah, those O line and D line guys, a lot of getting a lot of work done, getting a lot of uh, maintenance done in the shop this offseason. Dang. Well, do that. Well, that pretty much wraps up the injury report, doesn't it? <laughs> oh wait, one more person on there. Who? Who? <laughs> Colt Brennan. Why? Colt Brennan has to have a knee scope this offseason as well. Because <laughs> he fell down the stairs on his way to practice for the practice squad. Because he like flipped Washington's car. I heard I, I heard something about that. He had tweaked his knee somehow in practice. I think it was in November, and apparently it's enough that you're gonna have to scope it and remove some loose body. <laughs> John's brother-in-law <laughs> has been his knee scoped. 
So anyway, that you ever noticed that, like in college football this year, there's been tons of guys with the name Colts coming out of the woodwork. Are <laughs> like you that serious? That was one of those popular names 18 or 19 years ago. So what would that be? You know, right around 1990, 1991, people were like listening to Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Mal Garden. That's like the funniest thing on this podcast. For a couple more years, maybe I can get pictures on that uh, training camp in Virginia Beach. Um, yeah. So, yeah. interesting news on that front. All right, in other news, the NFC East report. Oh, I got a new sound effect for that. Tell me what you guys think. And now, the NFC East report. <laughs> Kind of lame. Anyway, the NFC East report. I think you need to go with something more like uh, like a bunch of doodles going, you suck. Oh, yeah. Doodle. Like, you know, like fans from the different stadiums, like the Ghetto Lands and, and the Link. You know what we could and play? Then, and then, I'm having a cowboy. Like, kind of match ball on the line. Maybe something a little bit of, like that, you know? Anyway. Maybe we'll, maybe, we'll figure, maybe we'll tweak something in the offseason. Maybe we'll tweak something. Kind of like Colt Brennan tweaked his knee. All right. The NFC uh, East report. we are going to have to have the NFC report again next week because one of these teams will continue on. Yeah. The Eagles are marching into the Meadowlands in a NFC divisional playoff against the G-Men. And quite frankly, I'm going to have to pull for the G-Men. I hate the Eagles more. I agree. Josh? I'm going to be watching that game. Um, it was, well, it was kind of like the Eagles-Dallas uh, game. I, I was rooting, but I couldn't say go, fill in the blank. <laughs> I, just, I just can't say it. Yeah, I can't either, but I can and watch it. it. Made, I was kind of feeling nauseous during the whole game in, in, in a certain way because of that. But I'm so glad that the Eagles um, did not allow the Cowboys to go to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Josh is indifferent. He just hates them all the same, equally, and to no end. I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent, dude. Um, all right. Well, in other news, um, former hog Russ Grimm is being interviewed by the Jets for their, what, head coaching job? Yep. Yep, yep. And there's a, there, there was a report out of St. Louis today that he may uh, be getting consideration down there as well. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been out there named, uh, uh, thought about for head coaching positions a lot over the last few years. A few years ago before Lovey Smith, um, was chosen by the Bears, they interviewed him as well. Um, some people thought he was going to get the Steelers job. Um, and when he didn't get that, I was really glad that he went with Wibbenhunt down to Arizona because he kind of got shafted on that. He kind of deserved that. I'm not saying that the dude, you know, Omar S looking guy that's there now, 
doesn't uh, deserve that job because I think he's doing a pretty good job up there. But, you know, I think, I thought that uh, Rook's going to pay his dues. But, it's you know, each team has to have – each team and coach has to have be the right fit. Certain coaches just don't really work well with certain teams and certain owners um, and the personality of that team. So uh, maybe this will be – maybe the Jets could be the right kind of a – Right kind of fit for them if they want to have a team to play some real, you know, badass smash mouth football like Thomas Jones, their running back, wants them to be. Mm-hmm. It'd be very uh-huh. interesting. And, and, you know, I think the fact that he goes into interview, he's not a flashy guy. He's a hog. And, you know, you have guys that go in there all, you know, flashy that, that have been head coaches before in some of these cases, or maybe they're just, they're just better at presenting themselves in your interview process, but that's a feeling in and of itself. I, mean, I wonder if he's just not been flashy enough for people to be like, eh, you know, he seems okay, but I don't think we want to go with him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good luck to Russ Graham on his yep. interview with the Jets, and good also Russ. good luck at him making the Hall of Fame as he's a finalist again. Is that correct? He's a finalist again. They uh, whittled, the, whittled it down from 25 to 17. Um, he is a finalist once again. He should be in. He probably won't be. Um, and Bruce Smith is also in there. I believe it's his first year. And the voting for that will be on January 31st, which I do believe is the day before the Super Bowl, just like it was last year when we were jumping out of our window screaming for joy for our month to make it in. And mm-hmm. we will continue to try to get old Bruce Smith on the uh, podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. In Virginia Beach there. Maybe John's a Hall of Fame. And unfortunately, uh, what's that? John's going to go knock on his office door tomorrow. i go check check it out and be like, yo, Bruce. You know, over at Pembroke 1. <laughs> Pembroke 1. Pembroke <laughs> 1. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, and, uh, and Aaron's, uh, and Aaron's uh, cousin's um, in-law's uh, buddy Ray Guy did not make the, uh, the Final 17. Are you serious? Oh, man. I'm kind of surprised. I thought I kind of thought he would. Why do they Great hate guy. him so much? Hunter's not getting the love. Why do they hate him so much? Seriously. He's a punter. Anyway, he's my uncle, kind of. Uncle in law. He's yeah. uh, my uncle in law. Anyway. Um. Okay. Uh, with that being said, we'll move on to Tom's trivia. Did Tom trivia Tom even call in this week, or is he taking here's, another here's week the off? Deal. Tom's uh, Tom's taking another week off with family, but we've got a trivia question. Um, and I do want to say uh, congratulations to. Uh, well, hold uh, on, dude. David. Hold what, on. What? All right. It's time once again for Tom. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Dictated by Josh Allen. Um, <laughs> I thought that was going to be like Aaron going, hold on, hold on, my computer froze up. <laughs> I know. Then I started hearing this music, and it's like, oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Ooh, so uh, Kathleen. Here, here we go. Here, here, Here's the deal. Here's the deal, all you, all you people out there. Um, David from Michigan uh, has once again won Tom's trivia. We we kind of stated that the other day uh, on the on the last trivia question. We didn't really have one this past week. Um, David, statistically speaking, wiped up. Someone would have to 
someone else would have to get all of the rest of the trivia before David. What? Up through the Super Bowl to be able to have a runoff tie on the trivia. That's if we actually have a question. That's if we What's actually, that? That's if Tom actually gives a question for all the weeks. <laughs> so, so we're not quite ready to declare David the winner of Tom's trivia yet. Oh, we're not. Um, but uh, but David has won once again, and I believe Aaron has David's voicemail. So maybe we'll, we'll go ahead and throw that in here or something this time, since we don't have Tom speaking. But here's the. Um, uh, that's it. We'll pause for that voicemail. Hey guys, it's David Michigan uh, calling in to hopefully uh, add to my what may be insurmountable lead in the trivia contest. And uh, I'll be sending you a picture here directly so I can get my ugly mug on the couch. Uh, before I answer the question, I just wanted to go on record. Uh, my kids are convinced uh, that you guys think I'm probably some complete loser that lives in my mother's basement and sleeps on a couch with a laptop. Uh, looking at Redskins trivia all day and uh, doing absolutely nothing until the, the podcast comes out. And uh, actually, that's not the case. I do actually have a family and a job and and uh, all those kind of things. And I don't live in my parents' basement. Just in case you were thinking that, I wanted you to know that that wasn't the case. But uh, anyway, the trivia question. The last Redskins head coach to sweep the Eagles in his first year Getting all the way back to 1970, the coach was Bill Austin. Uh, he was sandwiched in there between Lombardi in 69 and George Allen taking over in 71. Uh, so he swept the swept the Eagles in his one and only years, the Redskins head coach. And uh, those were two of his uh, only six wins that year. But uh, anyway, that's the answer. Bill Austin, 1970, the last coach to sweep the Eagles. Uh, look forward to seeing my ugly mug on the couch, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you next week after another win. All right, congratulations, Dave. And um, no, we don't thank you're a loser for um, sitting around in your basement <laughs> <laughs> listening to Harry <laughs> Overball. David, Dave, we know you. Sit, we know you sit around, you know, like in your underwear, <laughs> uh, just waiting. You can't wait for the new Harry Hog episode to pop in on iTunes. <laughs> It's in. It's in there. And they're like, Dad, Dad. Dad, come Dad, play come football with me. Ball. No, I'm waiting on the Harry Hog episode. Um, any minute now. Any minute. Any minute now. But, dude, um, if you want to it, think about it, uh, we actually sit around every week making the Harry Hog football episodes. <laughs> yeah, tell you, and, you guys, and you guys have kids going, Dad. <laughs> Oh man. Uh anyway, yeah, congratulations to David. David, um Some phone call. Yes. Yeah, send us your um send us a picture of yourself, dude. It can be anything as long as you got a clear view of your face because we don't really need your body, we'll throw that part away. But um <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get a Beavis and Butthead body. Yeah, send us send us your uh no dude, it's um Beavis and Butthead. We don't use Beavis and Butthead. Right, right, right. It, it'll Dutthead. be a, a animated body yeah. like Yes. that we don't, exactly. don't copy from something else whatsoever. Uh, so send us that so we can stick you on the couch on the website with it. Um, that Wait, said, if he wins, dude. He hasn't won yet. No, I thought we were going to do it every week now on. What? What, change in the face? Yeah. On the couch? 
All right, dude. Yeah. I thought the if person you win, that wins. You, if you win and you send your picture in, your mug is on the couch. Yep. Oh, I thought the Josh, whoever won. Josh, as Josh said, he will stick you on the couch. I'll I, stick you on the couch, man. Every week? Dude, I thought whoever won for the <laughs> you season. Gotta watch out for, <laughs> you just got to watch out for Aaron and his wandering hands. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you were the one that said <laughs> David sits around in his underwear. Come on. <laughs> no, I will not put David in his underwear. Okay, let, let's let's stay on track here. Let's move to the uh, question for Tom's trivia this week. Um, David, send us in your picture. We'll put you on the couch this week, and when we announce the winner next week, if it's not David, we'll put that person on the couch. If it is David, David can stay on the couch and get comfy. Okay. Uh, here is... And have a beer. Here is the question um, for this week, and, and some of you might find it difficult, and some of you may know right off the top, but, but here it is. In 1998, the Redskins uh, didn't do too well. Um, they North had a 10 season, but they they did have one player that uh, made it to the Pro Bowl. Who was that player? 1998. 1998. 1998. Hmm. All right. There you go. If you know the answer, um, send us an email at uh, Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com, or I guess, actually, yes, go ahead and send it to Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com this week. Um, yeah, this week. Yes. Uh, or you can give us a ring on the hog line, and that number is? It is 206-203-1566. That's 206-203-1566. That's right. Leave us a message. And even if you don't know the answer to this and you just want to call in, like, uh, like our friend from Silver Springs did a couple of weeks back, um, drop us a line and maybe we'll uh, drop it on the podcast as well. That phone call was fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, All I wanted right. to give a shout out to um, our good pal uh, Tom, another Tom, not Tom's trivia, who sent in and he was wondering what the music was at the end of the podcast. And if you were paying attention, we talked about, I believe Carlos Rogers after he made that interception. Running around like he was dancing to the Benny Hill music, <laughs> and that's why we put it in. And then we just like, dude, it. I, you know, I'm working on that uh, that montage, man, for that music. You know, him, you got Santana Claus <laughs> wiping his foot, like a YouTube uh, video. Basically, all the stupid stuff the Redskins did this year. Anyway, <laughs> I'll put it in here in a second. Like Keystone Capers. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Hey. As a matter of fact, I think we should put it on at the end again this week, just because of that. I put it on there. And before we go out here, um, Mr. Mister for the Harry Hogg Fantasy Football League, he's the champion this season. Your uh, your champion's prize will be coming out in the mail in just a few more days. I'll be mailing it at the end of this week. Sweet. John, what does the runner-up get? I feel. What's, huh? what's the runner-up get, dude? Uh, the runner-up gets... Uh, a kick in the ball. Laurel. Laurel and a hearty handshake. <laughs> and a kick in the ball. <laughs> no, that's what the last place person gets, dude. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this thing up. Um, as always, we're going to be coming at you guys 52 weeks a year, so stay tuned, especially the armpit when you where you like are really jones. All the way through the armpit, time. the butt crack, the paint, or the offseason, all the time. We're still there for you. That's right, man. Right, and Harry Hog Nation. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
Um, okay, so hail to the Redskins. And... Hey, wait a minute. Where's my Where's my segment? Oh, dude, I almost left it out. Good lord. All right, here you go. Sweet goodness. Where are you now? Aaron trying to fight me. I had a good one this week, too. This week's Where Are You Now Redskins played for the Washington Redskins, of course, from 1994 to 1999. He was a linebacker. He uh, uh, ended the 1988 draft, round number one, pick number seven. Any guesses? Eddie Mason. Dude, I know. <laughs> He's one of the 70 greatest Redskins. He's a four-time Pro Bowl selection from 94 to 97. Uh, Wilbur on. Marshall. Ken Harvey. Ken Harvey, dude. You know, what is his position with the Redskins now? Ken Harvey. Number 57. Dude, no, you know what he's doing right now? Was he number 57? He was number 57. Well, that's all you have to tell me, dude. I don't remember names, I remember numbers. When he played for the Phoenix Cardinals, he, uh, he wore the number 56. Which we all know is Josh's favorite number for his favorite player of all time. The number 55, Mr. Nichols. <laughs> Jason Taylor, Mr. Nichols. <laughs> I still believe in you, LeVar. Come back to us. <laughs> Josh is um, all alone dude, tonight. what he's doing now, this is very interesting, okay? He works in fitness training, but he works with space tours. In Alabama? It's called Space what the? It combines football drills with athletic training needed to prepare the body for exposure to low gravity environments. Dude, and here I was going to guess that he was a car dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't he have a special position with the Redskins now? Like, like basically a uh, space trainer who kind of watches over. Yeah, from space. He like what? He like yeah. What is it? <laughs> from space. He watches over from space. <laughs> That's God. <laughs> Some kind of like watches over to make sure players make right decisions and, and keeps an eye on the Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. It's like um Yeah, he's like in charge of he's like the director of responsibility or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah director of responsibility. That's it, that's it dude. That's it. <laughs> like, like, like uh Chris Cooley's going to the to the circle K. At, at, at one in the morning to go get himself some beer. And he goes and grabs the beer, like opens up the, the refrigerator door, you know, the clear glass door, and he pulls out the beer, and he shuts the door, and Ken Harvey's standing there with his arms folded, just <laughs> nodding his head in disapproval. Is and he kind of like... Just, just head in shame and puts the beer back and goes back home. Dude, is he kind of like Terry Tate, like the office linebacker, but for the Redskins? No, dude. He's kind of like John Adams that we named Director of Responsibility. John, you've been slacking on those responsibilities. <laughs> and in case, what are my responsibilities anyway? I forget. To be well, responsible. In case, you guys didn't see that, in case you guys didn't see that post, uh, I'm going to post it again. I'll tell you one thing. John was slacking on that position during the Bengals game where he was so belligerent we had to talk him off the ledge. <laughs> I knew that the playoffs were at that point officially out of reach. <laughs> I know. And I was also pissed because <laughs> once again we went to a game and they lost. 
Every time we go, they lose. I think the only game I've been to ever since the one in like 1985, I think, where I went to RFK and watched them beat the crap out of the Falcons. The only game I've been to since then in my entire life that they won was the game where they blocked the field goal at the end of regulation against the Cowboys. Yeah, but that was awesome. And, oh, uh, dude, you saw, you saw him beat the Colts. No, you saw him beat the Colts, even though it didn't count. That's not a real game. But it was fun. <laughs> anyway, dude. Anyway, uh, let's wrap this thing up, dude. Uh, once again, hail to the Redskins. And as always, this week, as usual, and for the entire offseason, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them! Joke them! Peace, y'all.